Welcome. Crispy Tart Topics. <laughs> We're back uh, with another guest, and this guest is a very special one. Her name is Jupiter. <laughs> and Jupiter and I have been friends for a really long time. She's probably one of the oldest friends that have been on this podcast. We met in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't name the name of the middle school because that's like restricted information. <laughs> but yeah, we were friends in middle school, like met in sixth grade in our homeroom class mm-hmm. and uh, have been friends ever since. Yeah, it wasn't homeroom. It was like the, the math class. Good memory. I did you not... You don't remember that? I mean, I remember that math class because we rallied together and bought a snake for our teacher yes. because our, his snake died. Pliskin. And we bought... Mm-hmm. So we got Pliskin <gasps> Jr. We named him that. Yeah. We had like an envelope and we passed it around yeah, the class to like buy raise money for it. Money everything. for the snake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it. We got him a snake. We got into so like a so lot random. of like yeah. mischief and like fun shit. We were a fun little group. We had like a group of five of us or something mm-hmm. that were kind of like rebellious, but also kind of nerdy. I don't even know what to call the group. Like, how would you describe it? Um, I don't know. I think we all were just kind of like, like having a lot of challenges at home, I think. And we Mm -hmm. bonded in that way. Maybe I didn't really have challenges at home. Okay. I'm projecting. (laughs) Just her. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, I know like, yeah, a I was just like an angsty. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, teen, but, you're in sixth grade. Or, well, like I mean, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Teenager. Anyway, so uh, I was I not twelve there. in sixth grade. Well, you just started really early. You weren't twelve in sixth grade either. I was twelve in sixth grade. I was twelve in sixth grade. 13 in 7th grade. No, you weren't. Oh, yeah, 14 in 8th grade, 15 in freshman yeah, year. Yeah, 15. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh-huh. Guys, Yanks is really bad at math. Also, you're just really not. young. Like, you came into yeah, your true. grade, like, a year early. Yeah. And we were old for our grade. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyways. Anyway, guys. There are, oh my god, there are so many memories that we could talk about from that time. But um, one that I, yeah, there's a lot that I'm thinking of now. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a notebook, like, Mean Girls, that we got in trouble for. Like, you know the burn book from Mean Girls? We had something exactly like that before Mean Girls came out. Like a year before. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's true. So you're saying got... Mean Girls stole that idea Yeah, they actually <laughs> <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, we saw it in the movie, and we were all like, wait. <laughs> we're like, that's our book. Yeah, we did that. Um, but, yeah, so one that I want to talk about is a sleepover that we had at our friend Bana's house, and, (laughs) 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 and, uh, so I remember, so I specifically, I specifically remember she had, like, an invitation for this sleepover, and it was, like, come to, like, my decked out birthday grudge sleepover, and she used, like, decked out. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, totally. So it was a sleepover, but I think only the four of us. It wasn't a lot of people. Mm-mm. Um, but I remember, I don't remember who started that topic, but maybe you and I had never kissed anybody, and the other two girls had, 
I had kissed a boy. Okay. Because I was actually, I think I was like, I had my first boyfriend at that time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who was it? Oh, I'm not going to say his name. Well, just like tell me a name. He was like... my next door neighbor. Oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you had kissed, but some mm-hmm. of us hadn't. Mm-hmm. And so we were like 12, like in the garage of our friend's like sleepover. And we're all like, oh, like, how do you make out? <laughs> and I think it was the girl with the dark hair that mm-hmm. said, I'll show you. I think she's the one that initiated it. I'm not really sure, though. Who knows? But so anyway, like we all ended up like practicing making out with each other. Yeah. Which is just making out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't practicing. We were just, like, making out. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know, though. Like, for me, it was practicing. Yeah. Yeah, in that sense, then, like, every time you make out with someone, it's also practice. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean... But you didn't think of it as a sexual experience. But it didn't have, like, a passion. Yeah. I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, did you, though? Like, for you, was it, like, something? I do not remember, to tell you the truth. I think, um... I think that I've made out with like guys before where I felt like it wasn't something though like I felt more like a practice um honestly like when it does feel like it's like there's emotion behind it that's when I'm like okay there's something here yeah most of the time I would say when I'm making out with someone in my past I've been like uh okay oh most of the time yeah I mean I yeah okay no maybe not I don't know Mm, I I get it though but a good a good amount of time it's hard to find that just natural chemistry with somebody. Yeah. Or to, yeah, or to be, like, vulnerable enough to allow yourself to, like, make out with someone and also, like, feel simultaneously, like, feel, yeah, feel something. Yeah. Like, that's a special thing to have. I think that we, we were just all friends to begin with, so mm-hmm. there wasn't really that kind of Yeah. Pressure. And young. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I honestly think a lot of people do that. I think that, like, yeah, I, I think that's a that. common experience. You did it? Dude, I used to do it younger than that. Like, yeah. In elementary. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah we but not making out, like, just kiss. We were making out, but it was more like, oh, we're going to play, like, prince and princess, and I'll save you, and then yeah. at the end, like, we make out. Like, yeah. But you would use do. tongue? Yeah. Like, when you were little? Yeah. Kids do the weirdest stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know. It's yeah. really oh, I think every kid does. Yeah. I think they never talk about it mm-hmm. until, like, this situation. Till now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I remember um, there was a girl that, well, you know who she is, but I, anyway. So there was a girl that I was friends with that um, one time we were, like, changing in my room and she was like, let's pretend to have sex. What? And so she, like, gets on top of me and, like, starts humping <laughs> with, like, our underwear. And I was like, yeah. all right. Well, I to- yep, I totally had the same experience. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. With, yep. It was, like, a girl? Or? It was my next-door neighbor. It was actually my first boyfriend's sister. Oh, and so you're like, let's just pretend. Yeah. I mean, we were just, like, we're just, like, trying to figure out how to yeah. be people and how to do things that felt different than the normal things that we did, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think I think and a lot of the way it's portrayed, like on TV and stuff. Yeah, all you see in in movie scenes are two people on top of each other and yeah. like moving and just being like, yeah. So you don't really know what yeah. it is. No, no idea. You got to figure it out for yourself. Like I was just thought it was kissing naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Turns There's, out it's more than that. 
There's the peen and the vagine. <laughs> and then there's the orgasm. The female, the elusive female orgasm. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, the story that I wanted to tell from that was uh, I had written about the kissing, like making out with each other in my diary. And my mom read all my diary, po- like, what is it? Like journal entries. Mm-hmm. And... Then after that, she wouldn't let me spend the night with certain girls because mm. she was saying, like, oh, like, if you're bi, like, I don't want to do that. And at the time, or if you're lesbian, I guess is what she said, but at the time, I was like, I'm not, so, like, why are you doing this? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, and I, like, denied it so much. And then she probably thought I was denying it because I was. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I do think I'm bi. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I almost, like, don't want to ever tell my mom because then it's like, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but would she let you spend the night at a guy's house then? No. No. So I don't get it. No. Like, it was just those girls that I had mentioned in the diary post. She was like, I don't know if you should hang out with them or if you should spend the night with them because if you're yeah, making out or whatever. And I remember her saying, like, what do you define as making out? It was, like, before I knew that she read that post or read the diary. Oh, she was just the asking, diary. Like, and trying to, like... My mom's so fucking, like... Yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, so, like, what do you... Like, what do you kids these days, like, what do you think making out is... And then she, yeah. And then that's when I realized she had read the diary. But do you think she just didn't want you to hang out with them more so because they were doing, like, sexual things at a young age and she didn't want you to... I mean, yeah, it might have been that. Yeah. But she said it was because she didn't want me to... Become a lesbian. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't that. Like, she was saying, she was saying, like, I wouldn't let you spend the night at a guy's house. So if you're, like, interested yeah. in girls in that way, then yeah, I shouldn't kind of a hard let you. Territory. She, yeah, she never was, like, saying being a lesbian is a bad thing. Nothing like that. No, I It know. was just, yeah. I was just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> My mom's not anti-gay guys. <laughs> anyway, so that's, like... Something funny from our past. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you consider yourself bi at all? Or I like, don't know. You I think to... about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I like. I think I would probably consider myself pansexual. Like I've definitely oh, okay. been attracted to women. Generally, um, I guess I would say that I like. I look at women more than I look at men. Mm-hmm. In terms of like. If a beautiful lady walks by, I'm going to be like, damn. Yeah. Faster than if a beautiful man walked by. And I think that's just because, like, women are just, like, God's greatest creation. Yeah. Like, women are just incredible. And I don't know that it's that I'm lusting after them. I think it's just that I think, like, I'm appreciating them. Um, But I've definitely, I mean, I've tried things with girls before. And I've actually been on a couple dates with a girl. Um, didn't you kind of date a girl or like you had a crush on a girl? Yeah, I definitely have had crushes on girls. I remember there was a girl in in, my first college roommate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought I was like in love with her. And then, um, yeah, there have definitely been a couple of ladies along the way that I've had feelings for, but I've, yeah, I, I would say that I can probably find any gender attractive just based on 
kind of characteristics of, of who that person is. And that's what pansexual means. Yeah. So I guess that's probably what I would consider myself. Yeah. But I mostly date dudes. But honestly. if you were to get married, you'd probably see yourself with a guy, right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I... That's, but I'm also, like, dating a guy right now. Like, if you'd asked me that and I was yeah, dating, like, yeah. like a hot chick, I'd probably be like, no, I'm going to marry a hot chick. Yeah. Know? Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Who knows? So you're dating someone right now. <laughs> What's Tell us more. <laughs> um, it's really, really new. Um, and so at just kind of the risk of cursing it, I don't. Yeah, you don't want to jinx it. I don't, yeah, no. Yeah. So, um... It's just a new thing. That... It's a new thing. I really appreciate it. It's the first time in a while that I've spent time with someone or been close to someone who is kind and considerate and empathetic. Mm-hmm. And that sounds funny because, like, that's always what I should be looking for, but that's not what I have been looking for until lately. And it's a really new territory for me to be spending time with someone who, um... Like, I can 100% trust will have both of our interests at heart and not just his own. And that but should... you've dated guys that were really sweet and mm-hmm. kind. It's just been a while. I've in, It has been a while. Um, and the last relationship uh, was not at all like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my longest relationship was, was with someone who I actually lived with. And he was definitely a good guy like, capital G good guy, but also, like, kind of narcissistic and, like, had, like, didn't ever want to hurt other people, but didn't necessarily make decisions based on what would actually affect them. Does that that make sense? Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. so, so he was the one that, I think that he just saw the world differently. Yeah, totally. He was more, like, He's older. He's 10 years older than me. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, logical thinking and like couldn't really think, mm-hmm. like passionately or yeah, like romantically. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like there was like a limit there. You just had a different worldview, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Both it's guys, what I'm saying yeah. is it's just nice to meet somebody and spend time with somebody who we see things very similarly, mm-hmm. and um, and I can talk to him for a, a long time, and that's a, a big deal for me to be able to talk to someone about things that matter most to me. Yeah. Um. And have them, like, reciprocate in that conversation and be vulnerable. Like, that's fucking hot, honestly. Yeah. Really to make nice. yourself, like, vulnerable. and. Mm-hmm. So, compared to, like, the last guy you dated, how... I mean, what's the biggest difference, I guess? Um, honestly, it's hard for me to find a similarity. Mm. Um... Okay. Except that we have chemistry, and I had chemistry with the last guy, too. Um, very different. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so how'd you meet your ex? Like, you guys did it. wait, first of all, how long ago was that? So we met, um, to the end of September now, we met in the end of June of last year. We dated from, like, July until October. We broke up in October. That's 2017. Yeah. So we broke up about a year ago, um, right before Halloween, and then we were not together for the month of November, and then one drunken night in December, I texted him and was like, hey, and we got right back together, (laughs) immediately went back 
into it. And Wait, it was, so like, you like hooked up and then it was like yeah, we bad. just we yeah. were just like immediately snapped back into place, mm-hmm. and then um, a lot of things happened, and he did not handle things well, mm. um, and so we broke up again, and then um, when was that? And the beginning, or that I'm sorry, the ending of February. Okay. And then we were not talking for March, and then again we started talking again in like April, um, until the day after my birthday, which was July second. Um, and I, <laughs> I have not talked to him again. And I did like a total mic drop. Like I found out <laughs> we weren't like officially together at that point. Yeah. But um, we'd had conversations where I told him, like, it's important to me that you tell me, like, who you're sleeping with. Yeah. Not who you're sleeping with, but if you are sleeping with anyone yeah. else. Because yeah. I want to protect myself and, and That's whatever. just what you want. Like, yeah, I think that's, yeah. like, a mature sexual yeah. adult relationship. Um, for for me, at least. Yeah, like, some people like. want to know and some people don't. And yeah. if you ask it. If you ask, like, I want to know, then yeah. you should respect mm-hmm. that. And he wasn't yeah. respecting it. And I found out and I... Like, kind of ripped him a new one and haven't talked to him since. Wait, so what did you... Do you remember the conversation? Like, what, Oh, I remember so it. So what happened? Like, what did he say? Okay, well... I feel like there's there's just so much here. Yeah. Like, there's so much history within our relationship that kind of hangs in the balance when it comes to, like, how things ended. Um, but, um, kind of what we <laughs> talked about earlier... Um, is so I actually got pregnant when I was with him and we talked about it previously um and I'd said to him like hey we talked to him about it yeah Yeah. we'd like had conversations about it like months before it happened where I'd said like hey like we're not always the most careful Mm -hmm. and um you would use like the pull out method um yeah so I weren't on the birth control pill right no I actually like cannot I can't take hormonal birth control just because of like a condition that I have so I literally like plan B is out the pill is out okay everything short of like an IUD is out so like condom yes yeah um which just so happens is not always a popular choice yeah (laughs) um and so yeah I mean we were we were doing what people do pull out yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> pull out method. Pull out method. <laughs> what do you mean, like uh, we're doing what people what? do who frequently get pregnant doing it? You know what I mean? Like we weren't like blindsided. Like so yeah. anyway, we had talked about it, and I was like, hey, if this ever happened, but wait, like, wait, wait, wait. So like he was, like I just want to know, like he was coming inside of you, or like, no? I really like I, no, he was not coming. Okay, inside okay, of me, okay, okay. But that's a there you go. Um, no, I mean it's an important detail. <laughs> I think. Sure. Um, so anyway. Um, anyway, um, we had talked about it and I, you know, like been really upfront about like what I would want and he was, um, also upfront about what he would want, but then also said like, Hey, if it ever came down to it, like I would be there, right? Like I would support you. And if you wanted to have it, like I would help you out financially and what else, whatever else. Um, and that's what happened. And the night that I told him, which was right after I found out, he Wait, said... How did you find out that you were pregnant? Um, so we actually... So we... There was a... So I track my period really closely. I've tracked mm-hmm. it for like five years. So I always know when I'm ovulating. Do you have an app? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, what app do you is use? Is it by my way? period tracker? I don't. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I got it like in like 2013, so it's like a vintage, like really shitty app. Is but it pink, like with cat? No cat. Is it like a pink, pink book with a yellow flower on it? No, I think it's a oh. red flower. Okay. It's, <laughs> but it's probably a flower. <laughs> it might be that's, the same that's one what I, I used like. to use. Yeah. But I like it. I, I like I. It's nice. I'm I'm happy I have it. But I also know when I'm ovulating, and I knew I was going to, and so I was like, we should be extra careful. And then I was like, let's try a female condom, which is great. Yeah. If you guys have never tried it, it's a positive choice. Does but it, how do you put stay? it in, though? Like, here's the thing. <laughs> here's I know the I know it about it, but I've never tried it before. Um, So it basically, you know, like the rubber end with the tube. Not yeah. tube, but like the circle yeah. when you put on a condom. Yeah. It's basically like that on both sides. And it's like longer and kind of bigger. Wait. And so you have to like kind of place it like underneath your cervix. Wait, it, there's a hole on both sides. No. No, just a ring. Okay. <laughs> that would just be having condoms. Crispy. <laughs> no, I'm. But you said it's like that on both sides. So no, I'm. But yeah, just it's closed though. It's closed on one side though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there a hole on both? I was like, why would there be a hole on both sides? Yeah, that's the opposite of what you're of what you want with birth control. They should get sued if that's what. Yeah, zero percent effective. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> So anyway, um, I tried, I had tried very hard to get it to sit like right under my cervix and it wouldn't. And I literally said out loud, like, ah, forget about it. Right. And, like, <laughs> and that's, that's on me. Like, forget I forget about it. Yeah. I, I it's probably said something more like, like I probably was. Like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say forget about it. <laughs> but for the sake of my own decency, for the reason of this podcast, I said, forget about it. <laughs> Okay, and, and like, again, that's on me. Um, he didn't hear me, apparently. <laughs> or noticed Sorry, while he was on top of me that I was not taking funny, it out. No, it is. He didn't notice? No, he didn't notice. And so he came, and I was like, hey, did you just come? <laughs> and his face was like, he was like, what? Like, I remember it. Yeah. Um, and I can't take plan B, so I didn't. And I knew, like, the odds here, if we're both... And you um, knew you were ov- ovulating at that yeah. time. Yeah. No, I knew... Yeah, um, and yeah. So you were worried, that. like, yeah. but you you couldn't know that, like, you had to wait. I had to wait. I was constantly thinking about it. My body. I just remember one time lying in my bed and like watching Netflix and just like there's just this like moment where I was like I'm pregnant. Like I know that I am, and um and I like took like two tests in that period of time when I was like hey just so you know like I'm taking a pregnancy test like I feel different. My body feels different. Like and how? Were, like, I don't know. I really cannot describe it. Oh. I, it's 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 indescribable. Just instinctual. I just like I just knew, and my body felt just different, different. than it's ever felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a couple of tests, and they were negative. And I was like, yeah, but I'm still like, but I'm pregnant though. And then I remember going out with him that night, like a week after this had happened, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more than that. Um, and we like had a beer and we were at like city market downtown and um and I remember saying to him like I know that something's different and so I'm gonna take another pregnancy test and then I went out with my friend that night and a girlfriend of mine and she was like well let's just go do it like let's go get one and so we went to the store and I came home by myself yeah and took it I actually dropped the first one down into the <laughs> The sink, like the, like the, oh. like it's, there's yeah, like a pregnancy the test 
stuck in there to uh, this day. Still? Yeah, and it was oh positive, so that's cool. Oh my gosh. So, um, so yeah, I found out. You gotta get that out. I mean, it's at my old house. I don't, okay. I don't live there okay. anymore. Okay. So. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, I moved yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. So, so it was positive, and then you, mm-hmm. how did you tell him? Um, I was texting him at the moment and I said, Hey, I just, so you know, like I've got another test and he was like, okay, cool, babe. And he did not like, he did not think it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I was like, at that point, like I said, like I was pretty sure, um, or felt sure. Um, but I texted him and I was like, haha, I just dropped the first one down the sink and LOL. And then, uh, and then I texted him like, I remember it was like, I don't know, it was probably the word babe with nothing else after it. I think it was just like babe. And he was like, what? And I was like, babe. And he was like, what? And I was like, can you, like, can you come over? And he knew. And he came over. I actually called my coworker during that half an hour period of time and talked to them about it, which was interesting. Um, and so, yeah, that night he was like, we were both freaking out and just freaking out. And just he, like crying? I don't, I don't even know if I was. I don't think I was. I don't think hmm. I cried for a long time. Hmm. I remember that because I remember saying to someone like, I haven't even cried about this yet. And she was like, you will. Yeah. <laughs> you will. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he told me that night, he was like, yeah, like, I don't want to have a kid. Like, I want you to have an abortion. But if you choose not to, like, I'll be there and I'll support you. And that was never what I wanted. Like, that was never in the plan. To have like, you abortion. never wanted. I never wanted to have an abortion. Like. So you thought about. I keep it. I'd literally talked to him about it and said, if this happens, I won't have an abortion. Oh, right? yeah. Like, we'd had yeah, this conversation yeah. prior to this happening and after it happened. And then the next day, went over to his house. He was drinking rum, playing video games. And I, like, sat in his room waiting for him to, like, stop doing these things and turn around and talk to me. And, and I was like, hey, so we should probably talk about this. Like, yeah. Because I remember I'm pregnant. Yeah. And he. God, I've never seen this before. He broke down and, like, straight up became, like, a, a child. And he was like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I will not be a father. Like, absolutely, 100% wow. will not be a father. Um, Damn. It was the worst night of my life. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because I've had a lot of shitty nights. Um, and so I remember saying to him, like, I need you to think about this. Like, I need you to consider what you've told me. And also, like, don't be drunk when you're Yeah, especially because I wasn't, like, I couldn't, like, it wasn't like I could, like, drink with him. Yeah. Like, um, and so I said, like, I want you to consider it. And in return, like, I'll meet you halfway and I'll consider, your, like, what you want. Yeah. And I don't have anything against abortion. I never felt, I mean, at some point I did, but at this point I didn't feel like any, like, ethical issue with it. Um, but your feeling general, was, like, just you don't want to go through that physically or um honestly like I'm I'm a really maternal person and I do want to have children yeah and um and I am a pretty I don't know I would use the word spiritual like in terms of like my connection to myself and like sort of the divine feminine is like special to me and so I think the idea of having a child is incredibly sacred and beautiful to me yeah under the right circumstances mm-hmm. and um after I told him, like, I'll meet you halfway, I made an appointment with Planned Parenthood just to have a consultation to see if the pregnancy was viable, to get information. Um, and somewhere between talking to him about it and making the appointment, it just became clear to me that um, 
that this was not the way I wanted to have a child and that I could prevent a lot of suffering yeah. by making that the would choice be a not show. to. It would be. And yeah. um, having been completely separated from this person for some time now, I realize how happy I am for him not to be in my life. And he would have literally permanently been in my life. Yeah. In one, in yeah. One yeah. Sounds like a major dickhole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not great. Um, so. Wait, that was, maybe you already said, but when was that point? What point? The, like, pregnancy. Like, when did that happen? Yeah. Um, February, um, oh. no, I was, I got pregnant in January. I would have, okay. what is the date right now? It's the 28th. I would be due in four days. Wow. Date the 1st of October. That's so weird to think about. It's so weird. But, so, you went to Planned Parenthood for the consultation. Was that when you got that done, or you... No, you go and you, and in, in the place where I'm from, <laughs> there's... <laughs> Uh, 24 hour, I think 24 hour holding. So, or like waiting period. So you like, which is kind of weird. Oh, they do Especially for people who travel. Like for me, it was in the city. It was not a a hard thing to get to, but for people who travel. They do that so you think about it and like feel guilty. Exactly. It's like all Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely (laughs) like a, um, it's ethics meeting, um, healthcare. But, um, so I went to the first appointment and this, um, I remember the ultrasound um, which, you know, it was like, at that point it was like a viable pregnancy. Like I saw the very, very small, oh my God, um, fetus and the, the guy that I was seeing was there with me and, oh. um, and I just like, I was crying at that point. Yeah. Like, I was but crying. Um, at that point you were only like two weeks along or? Mm-mm. No, at that point I was six weeks. Oh, okay. So the appointment took a while after I made it. Okay. Um, and we went out for, I think, margar- we went out for a margarita, which sounds trashy, but I'd made the decision at that point. Yeah. And I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so... Not whatever, but, like, do what you gotta do to, like, feel better about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he... I remember saying to him, like, as we were walking into this Mexican restaurant, like, did you feel anything? Like, did you feel anything when you were looking at the ultrasound? And he just was like, no, I, like, I don't care at all. Like, I feel nothing about it. He's probably just saying that to... Nope. I think he really meant that. I really Really? Mm-hmm. I really do. And I remember, like, drinking that margarita and then I had morning sickness. I had morning sickness really, really mm-hmm. bad. And I went and, like, threw it all up. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. It was just such a bad experience. I think that he... I mean, I don't know him at all, but mm-hmm. that sounds like a way to you know, minimize it and for himself to, to make it feel better. I think that, I don't think that. I really don't. I think that he is someone who is narcissistic and uncompassionate, like might be like a psychopath, like genuinely might not have the ability to feel compassion for other people. He like was power hungry. He was like, um, (laughs) What he, drew you to him? Like, what did you um, like about really, him? We had really, 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 really good chemistry. Hmm. Um, and we had really good sex. And he could make me laugh like no one else. Like, our sense of humor was exact. Like, it was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, those are really That's good important. things for someone yeah. who been single for a while. To me, someone who could make me laugh and, like, yeah. make me feel something like that. I didn't want to... 
lose that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and I just counted the other things that were important to me. Um, but yeah, someone who reacts that way, like, yeah, it's yeah. really fucked up. The whole, like, getting drunk and play vi- playing video games to, like, avoid the conversation when you're, like, right there in the room, like, that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, just what he said about not wanting to meet a father and just really breaking down and then... Like, he, tell the truth. I think the reason he was, like, I didn't feel anything was because he really wanted you to make that decision to go through with it, you know? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I will maintain that I really don't think he felt anything about it. I really don't. Yeah. Because, like, I just, yeah, I just don't. It's weird. But, so after that, you, you guys continued to see each other a little yeah, bit. Yeah, which is so funny because, yeah, no, we did. We actually were together until, like, three days after the, the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we broke up. And I, I, looking back at it now, I realized that, like, I stayed with him because I couldn't stand the idea of losing a pregnancy that was valuable to me. Yeah. And yeah. a relationship. Yeah. It's a because, lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. It would be way too much. Um, yeah. So I hung on to a relationship until I realized that that was actually just hurting me. And, and then I let it go. And, um, and a beautiful text message. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, you it's you have the, it still on your phone? That's good. Yeah, I, I screenshot it. Uh, um, oh, I'm sitting on your phone. Great. Okay. I. So. Wow, it's long. Yeah. Do you want this? <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is after I'd found out that he was sleeping with other people, which I found out through text messaging. But this was way after, right? Yeah, like, this was after. This was like a few months after. Okay. Um, but he told me that he'd been sleeping with people through the winter and we were dating the whole winter, which means that I think he was cheating on me. And at this point I just like had it up to here and all my friends, like nobody liked him that I was. Yeah. They were probably like, why are you still seeing him? Yeah. So I kind of, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. So I said, there are some really, really hurtful things I want to say to you right now. And I don't believe you're telling me the full story. And then I just, like, said them. So I said... <laughs> Here they are. I there was, are some I things not I want to say, it. but I'm going to say them. But, and now I'm going to say them. And so I said, the lack of honesty and the making me vulnerable by sleeping with me without using a condom is extremely irresponsible, selfish, and hurtful, and I wouldn't have done it if I thought I couldn't trust you to be honest. It completely changes the way I feel about you. I do not want to be your friend, and I wish I had left you alone the first time around for good. I worked hard to see myself see you in such a positive light because we have fun together, while my friends have tried continuously to convince me not to spend time with you. My brother doesn't even want to talk about you when I bring you up. You were an absolute coward when I was pregnant, and you were controlling and jealous when I wanted to spend time with people who actually gave a shit about me. Please don't try to contact me. Oh, and you could have actually tried to make me come instead of just... (laughs) Complaining yes. that you didn't somehow magically do it by sticking your dick in me and blocking your nose. Oh, got him. <laughs> and That's I like the perfect way. Like the perfect way to get them is like mm. with like the sexual. Like I don't know. I feel yeah, like I feel like yeah. that's such a low blow, but also like it's true. Like you it's, should. He, he would complain. He would sit there and be like, "I can't make you come," and I'd be like, "Okay." I mean, A, like, that's not the most important thing to me. Like, the only reason you care about it is because you have a pride. Yeah. Like, you're not asking me, like, are you enjoying yourself? You're saying, did you come? Which is not the same thing all the time. Yeah, you can't, like, make that the end goal. There's so much pressure. No, and I think it's kind to, like, want to, like, give that to someone. But if that person is saying to you, like, hey, this is not the most important thing. Or, like, hey, maybe if that's what you want, like, you're going to have to ask me 
how I get there because I know my body. Yeah. And I know how to tell someone. He never asked you, like, what should I do or... Oh, uh, well, I don't know. He probably did. I think I put some... I, I think I put a little bit more negative light on him when I look back on him than I... If you'd asked me about that when we were together, I would say, like, yeah, like, he definitely tries. Um, but it was not intuitive for him, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And... And I wished it had been sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's definitely a two-way streak. Like, you have to... Mm-hmm. But you said your sex was great with him. It, okay, so here's the thing yeah. about sex. Um, There's passion. There was... So part of it was that we were, like, always breaking up and getting back together again. Yeah. Because, I don't no, know that, this, but sex yeah. with your ex is the best yeah. sex. Um, yeah. Well, like, just, like, when you think you're going to lose them, then... Mm, For me, it's, like, that reunion. Because you're getting back, like, generally, for me, it was unexpected. If I'm sleeping with an ex, it's like, whoa. Yeah. This is not... You didn't plan it. Yeah. And, but you still know their body, and you're comfortable with them. And you have the added sort of, like, connotation of, like, I don't know, there's something, like, kind of like dirty about sleeping with yeah us. like oh we shouldn't be doing this exactly but like something like forbidden yeah forbidden fruit yeah so that was part of it and also like i think we both just had like some of the same buttons like we really and i don't want to be too specific but the we would just get like really horny at the same time? Yeah, or? he had the highest sex drive of anyone I've ever been with. Like, there was one night we literally had sex six times. Like, Do you think that you have a higher sex drive than, like, the average no. girl? I think it's lower. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how... This is a little bit off topic, but how often do you think would be the ideal, like, sex amount in a relationship? Um, I mean, ideally, like... Once a day because that oh means- every day that's a lot. <clears throat> well, what I'm saying ideally, what I'm saying is that means if I'm having sex with someone once a day, it means that I'm I want to have sex with them once a day, which would be great. That's ideal. That's what not about you, yeah, practical. What would be the ideal? Like if you were in a relationship all the time. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like I want to have sex all the time. If it's good, yeah, 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 exactly. So like more than once a day. Yeah, once a day and once in the morning, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> once like, in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't have if you don't have that, then it's boring. I guess that's not true. <laughs> I mean, me, like... conversation is important too. <laughs> like, yeah, that like personal connection. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said that's not true. You right after talk. that. <laughs> I like to avoid feelings, so. No, but for, like, a Ooh. real relationship, you have to... No. I like to avoid feelings, she says. <laughs> let's talk about you. <laughs> yeah, let's... Enough about me. <laughs> what feelings are you avoiding? Yikes. Like, if I... Nowadays... Nowadays, if I feel like I'm starting to like someone, I'll purposely... Sabotage not, it. Yeah, sabotage it, or, like... Just go on Tinder or something, or try to go meet someone, and just like have people in a ro- in a rotation or something. Yeah, you just so want like a distraction. I, yeah, like or so like a backup I'm plan. Talking too much to someone, I can be like, all right, next. <laughs> on to the next. What do you? Is that protective? 
yeah, like, I don't want to deal with that. And for me, relationships suck out a lot of energy and give Mm -hmm. me a lot of anxiety, so I don't really want to... I feel like I should focus on other things in my life than that. And it takes, like, once I do get into that, it really takes a lot out of me. Like, it's really draining, so... Yeah. Sounds like codependency a little bit. Like, what do you... Like, how? So, so codependency is... Well, I know what codependency is, but, like, you think she's codependent, or... Like, if I'm... If I Mm -hmm. like someone? If... If you are if you are so drained by and stressed out by relationships when you're in them that you avoid them to the point where you're like sabotaging, which is the word you used, mm-hmm. your own joy, then you probably um then you probably have yeah, some form of codependency. I mean, I do. Like I'm saying that if it's really if it's really that hard for you to be in a relationship, which it's that hard for me, like I'm yeah. Definitely not judging that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Then it Is might it be codependency that... or for me, I feel like it's extreme independency. Well, so the t- so codependency I feel like covers super like trapped when I'm with someone mm-hmm. and I feel like they want so much more. Yeah, attention. I don't think she's codependent at all. Like do you think me? Do you think like what takes so much energy? Is it like making them feel good or is it yeah, like trying like to feeling, navigate? Feeling the obligated feeling obligated to for someone else's to feelings. To talk, talk to them. To talk to them, and they have way more expectations than me. Okay. And... Well, then I'm probably wrong. I kind of thought what you were saying was, like, it takes a lot of energy because I have expectations, or because... Oh, uh, well, that could be, too. I guess yeah. it depends on the person. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it... Because your ex, like, liked you more than you liked him, so... That's true. You felt pressured to talk to him all the time, and, like... Just you're you're a people pleaser, so like you wanted to make him happy, yeah, and yeah. he was really nice to you and really good to you, so you didn't want to fuck that up for sure. But like, if there's somebody that you actually like, that's not like reciprocating those. <laughs> yeah, and then I get really <laughs> mad yeah. and like anxious. And yeah. So that's probably true, mm-hmm. depending on the, per- the person. It's tough. I mean, relationships are hard, and and I and every time I get out of one, I tell myself, Jupiter. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You going? Fine. It's saying like, hey, um, do you remember how last time your heart was broken? You were like, hey, this is the worst, and I probably shouldn't date anybody again for a long yeah. time. And so I like feel that a little bit, but then also I'm like, eh, it's fine. Well, the risk is good. Yeah, you just like, have to be careful. Uh, like, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, I get scared of that too. Like yeah. scared of being hurt really bad because it hurts really bad. But yeah, it's the worst. Also, I could avoid that. Yeah. No, I feel like <laughs> don't avoid it. I don't know. Here's the thing. This is, I'm starting to realize this. I think there is this, like, cultural message. And you get it from your friends. You get it from yourself. You get it from um, whatever media that, like, love is worth the pain that it comes with. And that being in love is the most valuable thing in the world. And that it means more than the this the suffering that you feel on the other end of it. And I kind of think that's bullshit. Like, I kind of yeah, think that maybe... bullshit. That maybe, for some people, the joy of being in love, um, if it's so deep that when they lose it, it, it ruins their life, maybe... It's not I don't know. It. Maybe it's not. I mean, for some people it is. I'm, I'm going to continue making the choice to, to pursue relationships that I think are worth it. 
um, at least for now. But but I don't think that us saying or overvaluing romantic relationships is helpful to anybody, honestly. I think it's a story. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't make that, like, your ultimate goal, but I don't know. I kind of disagree because I've, I've had a lot of heartbreak, too, and each time it gets easier mm-hmm. because I realize, like, I'm still me, mm-hmm. and I can still be me without somebody else, mm-hmm. and I'll find another person. There's so many people in this world, like, I know, that's, like, a cliche, like, plenty of fish in the sea, but, like, it's true. Like, it you meet true. somebody else, mm-hmm. and you connect with somebody else, mm-hmm. and you feel like it's different, and you feel like that person is really special, and they are in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's how it is. Like, I think what you're describing is that you have the ability to, like, healthily detach, right? Like, healthfully detach. I mean, in the moment, of course, like, I'm depressed and sure. sad, mm-hmm. but then once I meet somebody else, it's like, all right. So I think the message that I'm talking about, that love is worth the pain, comes from people, for the most part, who say, um, who kind of have this different perspective on relationships than you do. You know, like, I think the way that you look at it is actually very mature. Like, you know, I'm still me. Um, That's, like, healthy independence. Um, Saying, like, there are a lot of other people. That's recognizing that you can connect with all sorts of people. That's really important. And then saying, like, I'll meet someone else, and I can feel down about it, but then it gets easier every time. That's like, you are, you are figuring out how to cope with the natural loss of relationships, and that's good. That's healthy. But you don't think, like, you can cope, or...? I think I can, yeah. I think I, I feel a lot the same way that you do, which is why I'm okay with making the decision to, like... To do it again. To, yeah, to do yeah. it again, knowing the risks. But, um, but I do think that there is this kind of message that we get that's like, there's one person for everybody... Um, or at least... Yeah, that's totally like bullshit. Stormy. That's totally yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I agree. It's I think it's bullshit. Or that um, you're meant to be with someone in particular. Um, like the fairy tale thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Your, yeah. And that, you know, the heartbreak of, of maybe losing someone is, you know, like a, just like a potential risk that you that you face and that it's worth it and I don't always think it's worth it if you don't have a healthy view on relationships in that way and if you believe that there's one person for everyone and you lose that person yeah that's suffering is is maximized I think a lot of times when you start with your first serious relationship it's it's like that you Mm -hmm. think like this is the one this is the person for me and then once you have another once you fall in love again or like have another strong relationship you realize like yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're in our late twenties, so like we don't know everything, but like we're starting to figure um, it out. I'm not in my late twenties. You're yet. about to bitch. <laughs> All I know is pretty much ninety nine percent of my relationships, I was ecstatic to break up with them. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like that way, like at ever? all. Ever, ever. I've never been in a relationship longer than six months. Like I just don't okay. feel have those feelings when I'm with, <laughs> I don't know. I've never felt that way towards someone. Like, I could see myself with you forever. Like, I'm going to get married. Like, have you ever been in love? I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe not with someone I'm dating, but someone else that I, that's, I have never attain, obtained. When so I, I ask, 
maybe isn't love. Yeah. That's like That's like just lust. lust I don't or... know. I don't know if you've ever been in love. If if someone asked me, have you ever been in love? And I answered, I'm I'm sure. <laughs> I probably haven't been in love, you know? Like yeah. maybe that's it. Yeah. I kind of think that's it. Maybe I'm not Kate. Ca- I don't know. No, no, no. That's, no. that's not what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I just feel like that's not real. <laughs> I don't know. Just it like you real. said, there's way too many fucking people in the world. Like, well, you can be in love with someone yeah. without without thinking that they're the only person you can be in love with. Yeah. You. I that's mean, I've true. been in love with people and known that I could. I actually think it's really beautiful when you're in love with someone and you know that they aren't. The, but how do it takes you know the pressure you're, like, off. in love with someone? You yeah, just, you just know. know. You know. You just know. <laughs> no, like, you do... No, okay, so, like, once you start doing irrational things for somebody that you, like, think about the next day, like, why the fuck did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing oranges at people's windows. <laughs> Yikes. Or, like, just, yeah, like, the next day you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Or, um, yeah. Okay. Well, another example could be, like, you defend them without even realizing you're defending them. Like, I don't know. And you wouldn't defend, like, somebody else that way. I don't know. There's so much to this. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's just a feeling, I guess. Like, it's just... Special guest, oh, but it's action too. I don't know. Special, special guest cheese is here with us. I think meows? I just fall in love really easily. Like I, not to minimize like any of my relationships, but like, I, yeah, yeah. If I spend enough time with somebody, I'll probably fall in love with them. Right. Like you're, it. but you're good at being friends with someone first and then forming something deeper. I'm not good at that. <laughs> You're just impatient, I think. Like, you just, like, want to jump into, like... The sack. Let's fuck. <laughs> well, what's, what's wrong with that? That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I like, if that's is. working for you, and <laughs> that's, like, what you want to do, then why not? Yeah. For sure. But, this has been an interesting... It's, like, yeah, 51 minutes in. Yeah. Well, um, good. is there anything more that we should say? So, what do you think about... Abortion, yikes! Like, if you, I'm terrified of pregnancy. But if so, if so you got I pregnant like immediately, you would. Yes. One hundred percent. Like the thought. It doesn't depend on the person. No, I'm sorry, but like I can't. Like every time I oh, think I'm about it. I'm like my I think one time I had a scare like a uh, couple years ago, and. I was, like, making myself, I thought I was having morning sickness, but it was, turns out I was just so, so stressed. You're anxious, So yeah. stressed, I was throwing up, because mm-hmm. I just, like, the thought of having children <laughs> petrifies like, oh, yeah, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah. and, like, in a world where we have too many people, and we don't have enough resources. And I'm then, poor. I'm poor. Yeah. And that scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, that I mean, means I'd have to move home. That even scares me even more. Yeah, I don't want to be stuck doing small town bullshit. Yeah, like me everyone neither. Else. I don't want to. I don't want to move. I don't want to move back home. You're a loser, with no money. But you could. You could afford a child if you had like dual income. If somebody like made the same amount of money as you do. Yeah. Like, the point is like you're a couple. 
like the ideal situation is you have somebody to like do it with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. But also sometimes people lie and they say that and then you make decisions based on that and then mm-hmm. they don't follow through. Yep. Which is my plug for you guys to, um, not for for you in particular, but for anybody, just listening, anybody listening, just yeah. be careful who you have sex with and, and not necessarily yeah. be careful with who it is, but, um, but if you, if you don't want to potentially have a child with that person or contract something from them, um, wear a condom. Yes. Act like the right way. Like don't, don't use let a female condom and then whole... pull it out and say forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Or that's another um, thing though. Like you were with him for how long? And like total? Yeah. Like a year. This is what freaks me out about relationships. You don't know who the fuck you're dating, and then a year later he does something like that. Yeah. Fuck. Forget about that shit. I like, mean, I had a lot of signs that he wasn't a great dude. Oh. I mean, halfway through <laughs> our relationship, he, you know, like ditched me when I was pregnant. Like that's that was a yeah. pretty good indication that he wasn't going to be a great dude to stick around. And so I was not, I was not surprised when he said he was sleeping with other but people. He told but I was you pretty before mad. that. I'll be for it. Like, I'll do anything. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't want to deal with someone. someone but that's hard because that maybe yeah. he thought that he would be okay yeah. with it. He um, said yeah. He said, I wanted to be that. He literally said to me, I wanted to be that person, but I'm not. Like, he said um, those things because he yeah, wanted to be. Yeah, fucking pussy. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't like he? to use the P word, pussy. I don't like to use the word pussy when it comes to talking about people who are weak because... Pussy yeah. Is not well, weak. I mean, I, but I, I get what I you're get saying. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a I, dick. I semantics, but <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> but the dick is a dick is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. He's like, a stomach. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's like a like a vestigial organ? Like like what's a appendix? An, an appendix. <laughs> like, you're an appendix. Like, you're even useless. <laughs> Sometimes oh my infected. god, that's her next insult. You're an appendix. You're a fucking appendix. You're, 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 an you're being an appendix. You make me sick. Yeah, let's, let's, let's appendix is the new pussy. <laughs> yeah. Grab by the appendix. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, this was... This was a fucking episode. I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned something. I hope that you can relate in some way. Um, <laughs> well, then the takeaway is have safe sex, right? Yeah. The, well, I mean, that's that's the takeaway. Also, like, relating to it. Yeah. And just being able to. Um, I also would like to say, briefly, if it's all right, that one in four women have, will have an abortion before they're age 45. It's incredibly common. And um, if it's something that even you wouldn't want to do given the, the circumstances, but you still want the freedom to have, then make the effort to vote in a way that will help um, allow you to have those liberties and freedoms. Yes. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's becoming something that could be taken away from us. Yeah. It's as threatened. A country. Genuinely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This message is approved by Crispy Tart Topics. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a rubber the appendix. Grab a rubber. <laughs> Bye. <guys>. Bye. <laughs>